again and welcome to 66 books, 66 short messages that look at each of the individual books of our Bible. And this time you've reached the book of Ezekiel, the book of the glory of God. As some refer to Isaiah as the prophet of the Son and Jeremiah as the prophet of the Father, Ezekiel is said to be the prophet of the Holy Spirit of God. Ezekiel is referred to by many as the prophet who reveals the glory, but many fail to read it in detail because it is a book that is very difficult to understand. The author was Ezekiel himself. Chapter 1 verse 3 and chapter 24 verse 24 tells us this. It is an autobiographical book and it uses the first person singular throughout. The textual evidence supports the view of a single author. There is a real unity of thought that testifies to a single authorship of the book. Also the style, language and thematic development are also consistent throughout the book. Because of the dates in the book of Ezekiel itself, the date for the composition can be pinpointed really quite accurately. Ezekiel 1 verse 1 mentions the 30th year, and that is probably a reference to Ezekiel himself. If so, he was then born around 622 BC. In 605 BC, Nebuchadnezzar conquered Jerusalem and carried off hostages, including Daniel and his friends. Ezekiel was then 16 years old at that time, and Nebuchadnezzar then returns around 597 BC and carries off 10,000 further captives, this time including Ezekiel. In other words, when Ezekiel was about 25 years old, he was deported to Babylon. When he was approximately 30, he receives his prophetic commission which is detailed for us in Ezekiel 1, 2 and 3, and that is about 593 BC. In 586 BC, Nebuchadnezzar made his final siege of Jerusalem. Ezekiel continued his ministry until around 570 BC and probably died around 560 BC. He probably wrote the book shortly after the incidents that he records in it. Therefore, his ministry lasted for at least 22 years. So his book was finally probably completed by 565 BC. The recipients of the book of Ezekiel were the Jews in captivity in Babylon around that time. He addresses the book to the children of Israel, or those in captivity as he calls them, on several occasions. When first taken captive to Babylon, the Jews were not locked up as if they were put in prison. They were placed in various settlements around the country and put to work as unpaid labourers for the Babylonian government. They were often treated very harshly by their Babylonian overseers, but they were allowed a measure of freedom to live their family and their communal lives in these settlements as they pleased. They increased in numbers, and some accumulated wealth. Some of them even rose to high office. They also had a certain amount of religious freedom, and during this period they began to give up idolatry. In fact, many gave it up forever. They again sought out the Book of the Law, and they began to inaugurate the synagogue worship system, which became very powerful in the years that would follow. 
The complaint, though, of the discouraged exiles was that the way of the Lord was not fair or right or just. Evidently, false prophets in Babylon led some of these early captives to believe that Jerusalem would not in fact be destroyed, but that their beloved city would be spared, and that they would soon return. Jeremiah heard this, and he wrote a letter, and that was recorded in his book, the book of Jeremiah 29. Ezekiel began his ministry the following year after that letter was probably received, and he is seen to endorse all that Jeremiah said. He had to convince the people that they had to return to the Lord before they could return to the land. Probably the best known characteristic of the book of Ezekiel is its symbolism. The interpretation of symbolism is complicated, and in this book case it's complicated by the fact that Ezekiel was such an unusual person. He seems to have possessed unprecedented mental powers and was able to have visions. He had a vivid imagination and was also emotionally sensitive. And all this can make it very difficult to understand his book, and great caution is needed when interpreting visions and the actions that arose out of them. The subject of the book is the glory of God. Ezekiel seeks the glory of God when he is called and commissioned, and he records the departure of God's glory on the occasions that that happened, and also documents the restoration of God's glory during the millennium. The message is therefore sin results in the departure of God's glory, but God's glory will return when the people turn to him, and ultimately God's ultimate glory will be revealed when Christ returns. Thinking about the structure of the book, Ezekiel is obviously a series of messages. These are written within the book as visions and parables, and one of these allegorical messages is usually followed by a direct address, all used to give and back up the main message. Any real structure that you apply to the book takes the form of a topical arrangement of the material. Many believe two purposes lie behind the writing of the book of Ezekiel. The first is to show that God was absolutely warranted in withdrawing his glory. The children of Israel were in captivity, and their complaint was becoming that the Lord was not being fair. Ezekiel writes to show that God was completely justified in withdrawing his glory and sending his people into captivity. Proof is presented that instead of blotting them out, as God had done with the other nations when they committed similar abominations, he mercifully just chastised them in order to correct them and to prevent them from doing this again. And it is seen to work. The Babylonian captivity cured the Jews of idolatry. Until the time of the captivity, they continually, repeatedly fell into idolatry. But from that time forward, whatever else they've been guilty of, they were not out-and-out out idolatrous. Furthermore, the surrounding nations who had been so jubilant over the nation of Israel's fall would be seen to be judged. The second purpose of the book is to assure the people that God's glory would return. Though they were discouraged now, they would be encouraged that God's glory would return in millennium. So to summarize, Ezekiel informs the captives in Babylon that God was just and fair in withdrawing his glory from Israel, but he would also judge the Gentiles 
and in the future he would restore his glory to Israel. Sin is seen to result in the departure of God's glory, but as promised, God's glory would return and would return in full when Christ returns.